गुड मॉर्निंग ऑल गुड मॉर्निंग सर मॉर्निंग सर so we are yet to see bhamani and vijayanagara uh, kingdom okay so that's the end of medieval history see one thing about medieval history is as i already said it's um, uh, no uh, uh, every year you will be getting around four questions from medieval history in preliminary examination and one question in mains examination possibilities there and there are sometimes where uh, you won't get any question in mains examination at all but anyhow for preliminary examination you will be getting around uh, four questions every year so the regions that you have to concentrate as i already said the regions that you have to concentrate is the delhi sultanates uh, mughals then vijayanagara bahmani kingdom especially vijayanagara kingdom and the imperial cholas okay so these are the region which upsc usually concentrate if at all they are going to ask you question from medieval history and uh, plus bhakti and sufi movement okay so apart from this there's nothing in medieval history and if you are going to need anything apart from this in medieval history it's going to waste you a lot of time okay and also if you are going to read from medieval history you have to spend a lot of time because if you see the 11th standard ncert book whether the old ncert or the new ncert is like this much big and in 7th standard ncert also you have one medieval book the thing is uh, for four questions even that four questions we are not sure because the questions these days are uh, about terminologies for example if it is bandobast are zapti are mansabdari right if, if if it is divana we can answer it but there are certain terminologies which are not given in any book okay or it might be given in some book which is like bulky 400 to 500 pages and you don't have that much time to spend on medieval history so what i would say is stick to the basics right stick to the basics either ncert or tamil nadu textbook stick to the basic read it early you have five topics vijayanagara bahmani kingdom imperial cholas bhakti movement uh, bhakti and sufi movement delhi sultanate and moguls okay so questions will come from this five topics if at all if the question comes so what you have to do is stick to the basics out of four questions even if you are able to answer two to three questions it's a huge thing okay so stick to basics read it again revise it again and again that's how you can do it right anyways before going into bahmani and vijayanagara kingdom let's discuss some questions or uh, let's, let's discuss some main questions regarding medieval history okay i mean uh, mughals delhi sultanates related okay shall we yes sir Sir. Okay. Sir, you referred to read the Tamil Nadu textbook, right? What? Sir, you said to read that Tamil Nadu textbook. No, it's up to you. You can read Tamil Nadu textbook, or you can. Sir, I must say, it's standard book that I want to follow. It's standard book, Tamil Nadu. Which class? 
Guys, what was he saying? Sir, voice breaking. So I couldn't hear. Hmm. Voice breaking up. Hmm. Yes, come on. Right, then uh, we'll see some questions. Right. Shall I dictate the question? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, right. So, the contribution of Mughals, the contribution of Mughal. the contribution of Mughals in the development of 
the contribution of mughals in the development of revenue system and art and architecture the contribution of mughals in the development of revenue administration and art and architecture has a profounding effect has a profounding effect has a profounding effect sir can you repeat one for please voice sure. break okay. sure 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 the contribution of mughals in the development of revenue system and art and architecture the contribution of mughals for the development of revenue administration and art and architecture has a profounding effect as a profounding effect sir profounding effect profounding effect on the indian subcontinent discuss got it right You got the questions right.
amal babu you are not able to hear me because i am not speaking anything i gave you guys question
Guys, shall we discuss? Guys? Okay, good. So tell me, the propounding effect of Mughal first revenue administration, how is that? What is the answer for that? Sir, yes. am I audible, sir? Yes, Varun, but your voice is breaking a little. Hmm. Sir, uh, I start with uh, a, a little background for that. Uh, starting with the Mughals. Mughals founded their supremacy in India after the victory of hmm. first act of Panipat between uh, Babur, the founder of Mughal Emperor, and the Sultan of Delhi, Ibrahim Jodi, on 1526. They have played a vital role in the development of art and culture. The Emperor Akbar laid the foundation of Mughal painting. The Mughal Emperor mixed several cultures, especially uh, Persian. Hmm. The following are the contributions of Mughal revenue system. They introduced the Mansabtari system. Uh, it was introduced by Akbar. Good. And uh, the Mansabtari means uh, it is. Uh, Sir, I am uh, introducing my my own language. Mm. Sir, it is that uh, they have to appoint a zamindar for the collection of revenue mm. uh, to the peasants. Mm. The zamindars uh, uh, have to uh, go forcefully, uh, for forcefully uh, go and ask the people for the tax. They have mm. uh, didn't contribute much more for the Indian uh, culture in future. It have a, a bad side effect uh, and a, a big dissatisfaction among people mm. uh, because of the tax system introduced by the people. And another is uh, Raja Todormal, who was the finance minister of that period. And uh, okay, uh, about right, the uh, about the uh, profounding effects. Of Mughal Emperor is the mm. Mughal Emperor was important for bringing almost the entire Indian subcontinent under one domain, mm. and uh, their contrib uh, their contribution was uh, comparatively to less for the Indian culture. They have their own uh, their own, their own profitable uh, thinking only. They didn't contribute much mm. more to the uh, for the development of 
या फ्यूचर इज माय कंक्लूजन ओके गुड एनीवन एल्स guys anyone else right anyways we'll move on to the next if i keep expecting answer from you guys then it's going to waste my time and your time i'll move on to next bahmani kingdom right so the bahmani sultanates uh, i hope you know about these people they are uh, again once again the muslim state okay of the deccan south india and uh, one of the major important uh, uh, medieval indian kingdoms right apart from delhi sultanates apart from uh, uh, mughals the small kingdoms the uh, comparatively smaller kingdoms two people one is bahmani the other one is vijayanagara kingdom and the bahmani kingdom or bahmani sultanate is again a persianized muslim right so the founder of bahmani kingdom was hasan ganga bahmani which is not necessary for us he was a turkish officer of devagiri again not necessary for us okay so the period of bahmani kingdom that is important okay so you can see the 1347 to 1526 so this means they are contemporary of delhi sultanates right yes sir yes they are contemporary of delhi sultanates right yes sir okay good were they contemporary of mughals at any point were they contemporary of mughals sir the mughal empire was started in 1526 they uh, uh, mm. the bahmani kingdom was ended during that time so we can consider mm. there uh, we can consider mm. them as contemporary no uh, no Uh, we can consider yes, that no. the uh, the, la uh, the last emperor of the bahmani kingdom was the contemporary of the babar okay right anyways so that's what you have to know right so the period of bahmani kingdom overlaps by with the you know the end of uh, i mean uh, by, by the uh, the point of delhi sultanate at its peak and the end of delhi sultanate and the emergence of mughal empire okay so bahmani kingdom you can see they are uh, contemporary of both delhi sultanate and uh, mughals in a way okay so the whole deccan okay the whole deccan came under the control of bahmani kingdom 
and majorly if at all they are going to ask question from bhavani kingdom which is going to related art and architecture which is hardly they contributed anything okay so apart from that there was uh, mohammad shah 1 who was the next ruler of bhavani kingdom and other rulers came okay only one important thing about mohammad shah was that he defeated the nayaks of warangal okay and the vijayanagara ruler bukka okay so apart from that there's nothing to say and there's another important personality who is known as ahmad shah okay so ahmad shah was a heartless unkind ruler and obviously you know that these kind of rulers always had problem with not just the people of other religion but also people of their own religion right so however ahmad shah was important because he conquered the region of warangal okay next important personality is mohammad shah 3 guys it's not that important okay bahmani kingdom who came at what period it's not that important just understand overall what they gave for the indian polity or what they gave for the art and architectural development apart from that don't waste much time on uh, bahmani kingdom okay so anyways next is mohammad shah 3 so mohammad shah was the re, uh, person responsible for the uh, uh, no uh, responsible for making the kingdom more powerful very powerful right so apart from that there's nothing to speak about mohammad shah next mohammad ghawan mohammad ghawan was a scholar able administrator just like the other people okay so mohammad gawan one thing about mohammad gawan was he persecuted the deccan muslim okay whoever fond of or jealous of him he executed them right so this is what you have to know this administration the feudal type of administration okay what is mean by feudal type feudal means a type of landlordism or imperialism ah not imperialism landlord you can say okay okay a strong central government or a strong a strong government with the feudatories below that okay the slave master rule okay a strong central government will be there below that weak provincial governments will be there and the weak provincial governments treats people like you know slaves that's how the feudal system works okay right anyways so the bahmani kingdom they followed the feudal feudal type of administration and you have to know uh, remember these words taraf amir tarafdar okay so the kingdom was divided into provinces which is called as tarafs so tarafs means provinces in bahmani kingdom okay amir means the governor who controlled taraf is known as amir or tarafdar you understand right amir yes, means the governor who controlled provinces of bahmani kingdom okay so it's a possibility because um just two years back upsc asked amil okay since they asked amil there's a huge chance they might ask about amir and uh, art and architecture gol gumbach 
their contribution to art and architecture as golgombach anyone visited golgombach anyone here visited golgombach no sir hmm no sir okay fine no problem so this golgombach uh, has a unique uh, you no know, has a unique beauty to it which is that even if you you know give a little sound noise whisper in one corner this will echo all over the region in even in the opposite side okay even a small whisper will give you echo right so that's why this is also known as whispering gallery right so anyways golgombach keep this in mind for the art and architecture their contribution was golgombach and apart from that education okay so arabic and persian learning was the major contribution of education by the bahmani kingdom okay and the language of urdu how many of you here speak urdu or understand urdu guys nobody no sir okay no problem what language then uh, muslims of this region speak apart from malayalam the uh, arabic arabic okay is it common household language or uh, it's uh, like hardly some people uh, a few people speak here hmm okay malayalam only no specific language so anyways in uh, tamil nadu urdu is sir, but, the very important language hello sir ah. but in some uh, caste yes. some people talk tulu kannada uh, hindi and tamil ah, that is okay tulu and kannada uh, okay okay tulu kannada right that's 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 entirely different thing why i asked urdu is i just wanted to know how uh, the bahmani sultans the bahmani sultanate uh, urdu culture flourished in kerala or especially the malabar region arabic for learning only okay yeah okay that arabi learning is there in tamil nadu also but in tamil nadu a lot of muslim speaks urdu that's a common household language actually and the main reason or one of the important reason is the bahmani kingdom right there are two types of muslims there tamil muslims are there urdu muslims are there art and architecture as i was saying the golgambach of bijapur madrasas and golconda fort okay 
and uh, numerous mosques madrasa library built by them but especially the gold gumbaj and golconda fort uh, that's important right shall we move on yes sir okay so the decline of brahmani kingdom obviously they were at constant tug of war between vijayanagara ruler okay and obviously after the death of mohammad shah iii there were uh, inefficient and weak successes okay and the rivalry between the brahmani and foreign nobles obviously the foreign nobles the mughal nobles also fought with them or started to fight with them occasionally so anyways delhi sultanate nobles and the nobles of uh, i mean uh, more than mughal nobles it's actually delhi sultanate's nobles reason for the brahmani kingdom's death or decline okay right anyways this constant war with bahmani i mean sorry the vijayanagara and the weak successes obviously contributed in the decline of bahmani kingdom next vijayanagara empire before going to that i just want to know whether you guys read uh, chola imperial cholas because we saw a lot of uh, imperial cholas i mean lot of the things related to imperial cholas in ancient history itself so i want to know how much you know or how much you learned about the imperial cholas if you are not very clear or if something is missing i could add what is kudavolai system kudavolai system am i audible uh sir just a moment ah yes Kudavolai system. Right. Gangai Gondas Parapuram. Right. Kudavolai system. Gangai Gondas Parapuram. then bruhadeshwara temple bronze nataraja statue yes sir okay so these are some of the things which you should be knowing about chola 
right anyways no problem in art and architecture we'll see something about chola and uh, also uh, after vijayanagara empire i'll give you a quick recap related to chola hope that will help you right anyways so the vijayanagara empire and you know by the end of the delhi sultanate period uh, the multan region and bengal region was there uh, people who got independence or ascertained their independence during this period and uh, during this period you can understand that slowly one side bahmani kingdom was going slowly the other side it was vijayanagara kingdom and they constantly fought war against each other and the deccan region was under the control of vijayanagara empire for a longer period rather than the bahmani kingdom okay and you know that harihara and bukka were the founders of vijayanagara empire and in the tungabhadra river okay and the capital was hampi what do you know about hampi good varun what do you know about hampi guys hampi hampi in karnataka situated in karnataka karnataka land of tungabhadra river okay unesco site unesco world heritage site good so it was a temple site vitala temple site yes vitala temple ruins of empire flourished during krishna devaraya good good right anyways good This going in the movie Anandam, Malayalam movie, sir. Yeah, that song is there, right? That yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous That's song. Still... It's a Hindi song, right? Actually, they sing in Hindi only. I think it's copy. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. But anyways, the song was really good. Uh, yeah, same. music pillar where is music pillar ah good kartika ah a carved stone chariot and there are numerous conspiracies related to that uh, chariot some of them say that the chariot used to move once upon a time and since people were uh, disturbing it a lot uh, they uh, made it uh, very very stable and fixed into that place like good So how many of you visited Hampi? No one. Nobody. 
right okay no problem so anyways we'll see about hampi in art and architecture now we concentrate on the vijayanagara empire the other important things okay anyways vijayanagara empire consisted of four important dynasties sangama saluva tuluva aravidu okay and uh, just know the names it's enough don't don't go in, into the depth of you know uh, who are all the rulers there are only two three important rulers arihara bukka and the other one is the most famous of all vijayanagara empire krishna devaraya krishna devaraya right good so anyways arihara 1 he was the first ruler of sangama dynasty and he captured the regions of mysore and madurai okay bukka succeeded him apart from that harihara and bukka there's nothing much to discuss about so vijayanagara empire they established a zone in madurai also so once upon a time this was the region of pandya kings okay so here the madurai under the control of vijayanagara so uh, anybody visited madurai meenakshi temple yes sir meenakshi temple ah by whom by whom I, i'm not asking name okay uh, i'm asking just what kind of king who was the king whether they were vijayanagara king or uh, subsidiaries of vijayanagara am i audible yes sir ah then tell me no anantu not pandyas meenakshi temple and uh, there is thousand pillar okay there is a, another one uh, a thousand pillar hall is there both meenakshi temple and thousand pillar halls were constructed by the subsidiaries of vijayanagara empire also known as nayaks nayak rulers of madurai sorry it was builded by kulashegara pandya ah it's not necessary that's what i'm saying thing is um the subsidiaries of the vijayanagara empire the subsidiaries of the vijayanagara they were the one who constructed the temple see pillar okay any anywhere if you see pillar as a word it is associated with vijayanagara empire in any any i mean at any point of time art and architecture 
in medieval history if you are going to read anything about pillar that means it's vijayanagara empire okay mandapa pillar kalyana mandapa these are certain words associated with vijayanagara kingdom even if you don't know the exact answer close your eyes mark vijayanagara empire and move on okay mandapa and uh, pillar are some something associated with only the vijayanagara empire okay because you know right the music pillars hampi ruins vithala temple known for pillar am i right yes sir right anyways so krishna devaraya he belonged to tuluva dynasty and he was the most famous of all the vijayanagara empire right so domingo pies who was a portuguese traveler he said krishna devaraya was the most feared and perfect king there could possibly be but anyways what do you understand from this this domingo pies sentence what do you understand or what do you infer from this what do you infer from this sir the krishnadevaraya is one of the king who invaded his place not getting others. what sir uh, the emperor krishnadevaraya is one of the fearless king who uh, who invaded other places and they conduct war with others Hmm. And expand these places. Okay, good. European relations, good European relation, and uh, you must understand that Domingo Pies was a traveler. It's Pies, right? Not Pies. Okay, anyways, Domingo Pies, um, traveler, a Portuguese traveler, visited Krishna Devaraya because again, it's a UPSC potential question. Uh, UPSC concentrate on this travelers. For example, Alburuni, Domingo Pies, right? Is there anybody else? Alburuni, Domingo Pies. Anyone else? good iban batuta then ahen good nicolo conti ha ah. sir fahian good very good fahian shivan shwang i think then i guess hmm what what varun sir megasthenes ah good megasthenes franco is travanier okay so if you take out upsc previous year questions and see i hope you can find all these names in any like any random question paper if you take you can find one or the other name good adira right so these are some of the travels who visited and uh, 
Krishna Devaraya was visited by Domingo Pairs. Keep this in mind. So Krishna Devaraya's conquest, university captured Odisha, Varangal, Raichur region. Okay. So apart from that, his contribution. You remember any book written by Vijayanagara? I mean, uh, written by Krishna Devaraya. I think in previous year UPSC question paper discussion we discussed any book written by Krishna Devaraya. No, no idea. Sir, is that a Telugu work? What? Is that a Telugu work? Is that a Telugu? Uh, he has written uh, Amutal Amuttamal Yada. Hmm, Amuttamal Yada. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, good. Amukta Malayada was the book written by Krishna Devaraya himself. Okay, he was a great uh, patron of book. art and architecture. He was a great patron of literature. Huh. Sir, another book is Ushaparinayam written by. Hmm. Yes, good. Okay, so, anyways, he built large tanks, canal for irrigation. Uh, see, Mughals ruled for such a great extent, for such a long time in India, but hardly dug tanks and canals somewhere here and there. And the majority of the money they spent, spent on lavish palaces, spent on lavish creation of creation of lavish beauty, beautiful tombs. Right? Mausoleum. They constructed huge mausoleums at the cost of the people, right? Unlike those Mughals, unlike the Delhi Sultanates, Vijayanagara Empire is one such empire uh, which concentrated on the development of agriculture, okay? Not just concentrated on the art and architecture development, but also concentrated on the development of the people, development of the country, development of various facilities. Okay. But unfortunately, after this, Nizams took over. Right? Nizams came later. And these Nizams, they were the wealthiest people in the world. If you see, the Nizam of Hyderabad was the wealthiest person one time. But what about Telangana? Telangana is one of the underdeveloped region in India, right? One of the underdeveloped regions in India. So you can see the stark contrast. If the king is wealthy, then kingdom is, right anyways, so he developed uh, naval power, okay? He went for overseas trade, Arab travelers, Portuguese traders, they all visited him, okay? Um, he was a great patron, patron of art and architecture, which we already know. And the Vijayanagara Empire achieved its zenith glory, achieved its pinnacle during the period of Krishna Devaraya. Okay. 
and uh, he had eight scholars in his court do you know any one famous scholar in uh, krishna devaraya's court nandi raman ah uh, good so these people are known as asta diggas ashta means eight right ashta diggajas or diggas ashta diggas so out of these two people are very important one is allasani peddanna the other one is tenali ramakrishna right because allasani allasani peddanna was the author of manucharitam and he was the you know the andhra kavita pidamaha so that's why allasani peddanna and tenali ramakrishna are two important personalities so there's a potential this is a potential question in upsc one is about allasani peddanna and the other one is ashta diggajas okay upsc usually ask this kind of questions in whose court can you uh, could you see ashta diggajas right next is battle of dalikotta obviously after krishna devaraya there were no great successes successes were weak okay and uh, weak successes usually are insecure in nature and when they are insecure they become self righteous when they are insecure and self righteous they kill people they mercilessly kill people that's what happened okay and slowly the vijayanagara went into ruins but anyways vijayanagara empire is known for its administration okay you know that obviously king was the head of the state and the king was assisted by council of ministers okay and the empire was divided into provinces nayak are known as the governors who administrated each provinces you understand right nayaks guys yes sir okay good so the nayaks are known for what nayaks are governor of provinces governor of the region the madurai nayaks are known for what meenakshi temple meenakshi temple and thousand pillars hall okay good thousand pillar halls okay so you can understand nayaks are the governors and the governors of madras they are sorry our governors of madurai they ascertained their uh, independence after this they ruled for a while and those people are the responsible people for the development of art and architecture in madurai okay if you have time if you could go kindly visit this temple not because i am not asking because it is something religious symbol go there watch see the beauty of this temple right anyways 
and the provinces were further divided into districts and further divided into villages which is not necessary for us anyways obviously right and this person was very important mahanayakacharya okay who was the officer and contact point between the village and central administration mahanayakacharya right so amir mahanayakacharya nayak are some of the words associated with brahmani and vijayanagara kingdom so kindly concentrate kindly remember these names okay association names and the association obviously the army consisted of infantry cavalry elephantry and the revenue administration so the land was carefully surveyed and taxes were collected based on the fertility of the soil so this thing is a potential upsc question right whether mughal had anything like this whether mughal carefully surveyed land whether they carefully tax the land based upon the fertility of the soil sir kindly repeat sir no what i am asking is whether mughals did anything like this whether mughals surveyed the land whether mughals taxed the land based upon the fertility of the soil so no sir not on the basis of fertility of the soil exactly so that's why revenue administration that's why the vijayanagara empire is very important okay right and vijayanagara empire uh, vijayanagaras gave importance to agriculture development and the development of dams and irrigation canals okay right go for break and come uh, we'll discuss the remaining later okay sir okay sir
Hi. <clears throat> Hello, guys. Are you there? Yes, sir. Okay. So we are discussing about the revenue administration and the army. And apart from that, judicial administration. Anyways, you know the king was the supreme judge. And apart from that, position of women. Unlike the Delhi Sultanate, unlike in Mughal Empire, the position of women in Vijayanagara Empire was good. Okay, they occupied high position. They actively took part in politics, social and literary life of the empire. Okay. Uh, some of them were educated, some of them trained in wrestling, okay? So some of them used weapons, music, fine arts. They, some of them received education, some of them worked, okay? So you can understand that unlike the Delhi Sultanates and the Mughals, the Vijayanagara Empire gave a good position or a higher position in the society for the women, right? Then social life, child marriage, polygamy and uh, practice of sati was still prevalent, okay? Anyways, the king allowed freedom of religion and apart from this economic condition, if you see the economic condition, since the irrigation policies and irrigation facilities improved during this period, agriculture also improved, okay? And obviously, you know, the uh, travelers, Arab travelers, Portuguese travelers, the traders, the trade relationship with other countries increased the economic condition or increased the, uh, gave the good economic condition for the Vijayanagara Empire. Okay. Right. Contribution to architecture and literature. You know, Vithala Temple, right? And the bronze image of Krishna Devaraya, the Sanskrit literature, Tamil literature, Telugu literature and Kannada literature developed during the period of Vijayanagara. Okay. And Krishna Devaraya, you know, he wrote Amukta Malayada in Telugu and Usha Parinayam and Jambavadi Kalyanam in Sanskrit. Okay. So, things which you should note. Sir, voice breaking. Okay. Now? Am I audible? Yes, sir. Okay now? Yes. Okay, fine. So, this is what we have to concentrate while reading Choda, sorry, Vijayanagara Empire. Okay? Right. So, the decline of the Vijayanagara Empire, right? What is the reason? Obvious reasons, you know. Weak rulers, incompetent, not so ambitious rulers, and the break of feudatory system. The governors ascertaining their independence. Right? So these are some of the reasons. 
and anyways that's the reason for the decline of empire hmm good portuguese settlement okay we'll move on with imperial chodas then Shall we start? Yes, sir. Okay, fine. Right. So you know that Choras occupied a higher position even in the ancient period. Okay, but these Choras are known as later Choras or imperial Choras. Okay, after the decline of Pallavas or after overthrowing Pallavas, the imperial Choras who were controlling the regions of Murayur came to Tanjore. they established tanjavur as their capital and slowly they started holding important position in kanchipuram also so the imperial choras are the one who had a huge extent had a huge uh, you know region under their control out of all the other uh, uh, no all the other uh, uh, cheras and pandyas uh, okay so they also extended their control into the regions of sri lanka malay peninsula okay that's why they are known as imperials and that is the reason why tamil as a language spread even to sri lanka and to the malay peninsula okay imperial choras uh, contributed a lot in the development of tamil literature and the uh, dispersion of tamil into other regions of the world especially the south and southeast asian countries okay so chora period is full of inscriptions a lot of inscriptions can be found related to chora period because whatever choras did they had the habit of writing in inscriptions okay about society about economy about culture about administration okay right anyways the founder of the imperial chora was vijayalaya after that there's nothing much to know about vijayalaya the important personalities the three important or uh, you can say four even four you can say but anyways the three most important are parandaka one rajendra and rajaraja okay so anyways parandaka one he was the person who defeated the pandyas and he was the person who responsible for the spread of chola uh, kingdom into ceylon that is the current day sri lanka okay so anyways uh, he is got uh, defeated under the hands of krishna 3 that is the rashtrakuta king however the parandaga 1 is the person responsible for this i hope you heard about this nadraja temple right chidambaram temple chidambaram nadraja temple yes sir right chidambaram nadraja temple uh, got a huge sum of money and roof golden roof because of parandaka one usually the chora kings are very generous very generous in nature especially uh, to the temples to the development of art architecture that's usual right that any 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 guys do that but the development of art and architecture in south india one side 
it was bahmani kingdom the other side it was vijayanagara kingdom and down south it was the cholas who were responsible for the development of great temples okay and the famous one one of the very famous one is the nataraja temple of chidambaram got its golden roof or vimana because of parandaka one and there is one inscription village administration related to village administration belongs to chola okay the inscription is known as uttrameerur inscription which speaks about kudavolai system what is kudavolai system what is kudavolai system so it is a unique features of a village administration hmm. okay i'll tell you the meaning kudam means pot okay olai means the leaf palm leaf okay so what they do is they write names in the palm leaves and put it in the pot okay so they choose leaders they choose people by rotation okay they write the people's name put it in this kudam that is the pot okay that is why it is known as kuda olai system okay so they will choose people and that person will be responsible for the administration of uh, that village for a, for some period after that he will i mean once his period is over next set of people okay they will be their names will be collected and put it in the pot and the people will choose out of that so randomly okay once you are chosen you cannot be chosen again so this is the kudavolai system and the uttrameerur inscription speaks about this kudavolai system of village administration which is known as the oldest democracy in the world right you understand shall we move on yes sir okay so this uttrameerur inscription kudavolai system of village administration belongs to parandaka one that's why he is famous that's why we should know about him okay next the other important person is rajaraja rajaraja one and his son rajendra one are the people responsible for making the chola or imperial chola to reach their highest point of glory okay so what you should know about these two guys are one thing they went on naval expedition okay they went on naval expedition to maldives to java sumatra to uh, 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 malaysia malay peninsula okay so these guys are known for naval expeditions to southeast asian countries that's why they they got nicknames gangai gondan gadaram gondan okay gadaram means java sumatra region gadaram konda okay so ceylon that is the present day sri lanka okay maldive islands all came under the control of imperial cholas and the responsible person for that control is rajaraja one and rajendra one okay and rajaraja one was the person responsible for the rajarajeshwara temple or bhuvishwara temple of tanjavur which 
celebrated thousand years in the year two two thousand ten. Okay, and the Indian government released a thousand rupees coin in the commemoration of Brihadishwara Temple. Okay, and it is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Okay. Yes, sir. You want? You understand? Yes, sir. Okay, because the question, what potential question about uh, Raja Raja One or uh, Brahmadeshwara Temple is this? Okay, it's a thousand-year-old temple. Thousand years before, right? Thousand years before today. a person constructed temple and kept 80 80 tons how much 80 tons means in a kilogram eight tons in kilograms okay it takes time to calculate right so Thousand years before, without any modern technology, eighty tons of stone, single stone, monolith, was kept in the kumana of a temple. So eighty thousand in kilo. Eighty thousand. Are you sure? One thousand means one ton. Eighty thousand means. Ah, right, correct. Sorry. Okay, so eighty thousand kg kilogram, eight eight tons of stone, one single monolith stone. Okay, it was it is kept on the top of this temple. Okay, that structure is so strong that after thousand years, still the vimana is standing. Okay, the apart from that structure, the other important thing about this temple is. um how thousand years before 80000 kilogram of one single stone was kept over a temple which is more than 200 feet in height yes sir yes okay so it took them it took them 8 years it seems just to keep the stone okay not the temple i'm saying not building the temple just to keep the stone it took them 8 years it seems right anyways next important personality is rajendra 1 so obviously rajendra 1 also followed his father's footsteps in conquering different regions okay especially during under his control the whole of sri lanka that is the whole of ceylon the erstwhile ceylon and current day sri lanka came under the chola empire okay and uh, one thing is he is known as gangai kondan what is gangai kondan meaning who won the region of ganga ma'am who won the region of ganga ma'am you are not audible sorry Conquered Ganga region. 
concord ganga slayer of ganga conqueror of ganga who is known as watapi konda narasimha varman ah good right so konda means layer conqueror okay so he assumed the title of gangai konda because he went on a expedition to the region of ganga and defeated the king okay defeated the king who controlled the ganga region right anyways and he is also known as gadaram konda gadaram means gadaram means which region java java samudra region okay so the java samudra region is known as gadaram so he assumed two titles one title is gangai kondan the other title is gadaram kondan gangai kondan meaning is the slayer of ganga region by defeating various kings who controlled the ganga region especially mahipala one who was the emperor of pala empire okay and uh, to commemorate this success he built a city known as gangai konda cholapuram right and he constructed a famous temple rajeshwaram temple in gangai konda cholapuram so two things you must know one is brihadeshwara temple by rajaraja 1 then gangai konda cholapuram by rajendra 1 to commemorate his victory over defeating the emperors of ganges region right which mughal emperor constructed a famous city to commemorate his success what is the name of the city and what is the name of the emperor fatehpur sikri good bye babar ha babara good akbar fatehpur sikri and uh, he excavated irrigation tank but one issue about cholas where they were shaivites okay and usually whenever the shaivites are the king the brahmins hold supremacy in the society and sanskrit becomes popular language and sanskrit literature develops under such circumstances right shaivites brahmanism brahmanical dominance in the society Uh, development of sanskrit literature all happens under one circumstances and unfortunately cholas were shaivites so sanskrit penetration into tamil language happened a lot during this period okay and apart from the language 
as i was saying brahmanical supremacy okay cholas gave land grants to brahmins free land okay and um, they spent huge sum of money in donation to temples they spent huge sum of money in donation to brahmins right so anyways uh, rajendra one as i said gangai gondan kadaram gondan he occupied he assumed the title of gangai gondan and kadaram gondan and uh, next important personality is kulotunga one okay so kulotunga sent uh, embassy to china he maintained cordial relationship with uh, china and the other uh, southeast asian countries and the most important thing happened during the kulotunga one period was the ramayana in tamil written by kamban okay so this is the one of the most accomplished accomplishment that done by kulotunga one after that kulotunga two rajaraja two kulotunga three all came but they were not as effective as the rajaraja or parantaka or rajendra or even kulotunga one okay so slowly what happened is chola empire began to fall right and the later chalukyas yadavas kakatyas uh, pandyas hoysalas so the chola empire was distributed or taken away by slowly by all these other emperors okay so this continuous war weakened the empire and the huge donations and land grants weakened their position and along with the delhi sultans okay shall move on the chola's administration you understand any doubt so far no sir okay so in chola's inscription you can see king is known as ko ko has other meaning also right ko the other meaning of ko is cow right am i right ko guys that is go goa malayalam we say go hmm malayalam it's vada tamil it's vadai so what's your point not go sir go that's what do it malayalam is go in tamil it's go
right so anyways we move on chora's administration the empire is known as rashtriyam or rajyam i hope you know this and the provinces are known as mandalam not a problem okay and uh, districts are divided as nadu okay and the people who controlled this nadu the village or the districts are known as nata okay and later this itself become a caste a separate caste okay and one important thing is the development of nagaram okay nagaram this is nagaram the assembly of merchants shrinis guilds group of merchants is known as nagaram see this is a potential upsc question remember this guild shrini nagaram are all one and the same which denotes the assembly of merchants or group of merchants and traders do you understand okay sir okay and manigramam this is another one okay guild sherni nagaram manigramam are all denotes the group of merchants group of traders assembly of traders what is the speciality about this assembly of traders this guilds this shrinis why are they important why are they important guys so as a part of trade see yeah <clears throat> the chettiar community chettis okay they are also a kind of i mean they are also merchants traders right so they had a lot of money man this people nagaram chettis manigramam wilch shrini the traders had a lot of money since they had a lot of money they donated the lot of money to temples to brahmanas okay they funded irrigation so that's why they are important and upsc almost some five six times they asked the same question about nagaram shreshti shreni right anyways the chora village administration so brahmadeya is the land of people the land of sorry brahmins okay the land grant the free land given to brahm brahmins is known as brahmadeya okay and ur ur generally denotes the assembly local residents assembly ur means the land that was the resident of non brahmins okay you understand yes sir the regions where brahmanas situated 
was known as agraharam or agrahara okay the village administration of assemblies are of two types one is land of brahmins the other one is land of non brahmins the land of brahmins is known as brahmadeya or the free land grants okay so the land of brahmins is called as or the association of brahmins are called as agraharam okay and the association of local people local residents that is non brahmins are known as ur am i clear yes sir okay yes, okay so anyways you know that uh, i i already told you right shaivites uh, they spent a lot of money in the development of temple they gave land grants free land to brahmins okay they gave huge donations some to brahmins sanskrit literature developed okay so obviously you know about these people so what uh, apart from that what you have to know is land revenue is collected in two ways one is by cash the other one is by kind you know right so if you don't have enough money they ask you to come work in the temple for four months five months or three months work there uh, instead of giving cash as their tax you can work in the temple okay or work in the development of uh, tank work in the development of canal okay so both cash and kind were uh, taken away from people as a means of tax okay shall we move on yes sir okay the art and architecture of cholas um art architecture literature everything so we already saw some of the architectures right what are those architecture we already saw some of the architectures brihadeshwara temple huh brihadeshwara temple brihadeshwara temple then kengaikonda cholapuram good gangaikonda cholapuram good rajeshwara temple okay right um so anyways don't worry we'll see this in dravidian architecture um uh, dravidia nagara style of architecture vesara style of architecture the chola architecture everything in art and culture class okay so today is the last class of medieval indian history from monday onwards we'll start with art and architecture okay so yeah we'll discuss this in detail that is the about the temple brihadeshwara temple about the nadraja statue everything in art and architecture class let's now concentrate on the other things that is the famous writer kamban uh, was a court poet of chodas 
okay and the aardvars nayanmars they all lived during the period of cholas okay so that's why tamil language and other regional languages during this period developed okay nalaira thibya prabandham tirumurai okay everything got developed during this period sir the pdf amal i'll send you the pdf today don't worry right then shora society and economy as i already said brahmanas held the highest position in the society and kshatriyas enjoyed special privileges who stood next to brahmanas or below the brahmanas and there are other group of people who are known as valangai idangai vellala okay agriculturalist but there were also other community people who are known as parayar or untouchables okay so they lived a miserable life you know wherever the brahmanical supremacy and dominancy is there obviously people of other caste would suffer right especially scheduled caste uh, community people they have to suffer under the hands of the brahmanical supremacy and dominancy right apart from that uh, there's nothing much you have to know they spent a large amount of money uh, in gifting grant to brahmanas generously gave money to temple generously spent money on uh, patronage of various poets okay so and uh, how many of you know about kanjipuram what is kanjipuram famous for sir kanjipuram silk silk right it got ga tag also good so silk sarees they got ga tag also and the industrial sector of kanjipuram the silk sector or the weaving community of kanjipuram they developed during the period of cholas only okay you understand yes sir okay right guys so that's the end of medieval indian history okay so if you have any doubts you can ask me otherwise we will conclude our class for today no doubts sir you will share the pdf today yeah i will share the pdf today the entire pdf don't worry anything else uh, sir ah sir in cholas uh, is it important the leaders or their uh, works i mean both their contribution to leaders what people are there okay not many rajendra one rajaraja one parandaga one kulotunga one only four people are there even in that the most important is rajaraja and rajendra because only those two guys did a majority of the work whether you gangai gonda cholapuram or berhadeshwara temple 
or chola bronze statue nataraja statue all came under the period of these two guys only apart from parandaka who concentrated on the village administration so both the uh, rulers as well as their administration and their developed uh, art and architecture is important but especially you no need to read all the guys okay just four guys are enough okay sir okay good anything else not all school okay thank you all thank you sir thank you have a good day thank you sir